Hello and welcome to another drive-in double feature. I'm Ryan. I'm Nathan. And this is the podcast where we talk about two movies a week every Tuesday and Thursday. But before I get into anything, we have a Patreon over at patreon.com slash drive-in double feature podcast. Just some stuff going on there. What's going on there? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe you'll hear me. Maybe you'll hear Nathan. You know, maybe... Maybe you won't hear us at all. Maybe there's somebody else over there. Maybe. Well, I mean, technically there is at least one episode, but. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, yeah. (laughs) But yeah, just some just some real mysterious stuff in there. You know, this real big mystery. You know, you got to be a real sleuth to figure out what's over there. So go in there Mm -hmm. and try to solve the mystery at Mm patreon.com slash driving double feature podcast for only five dollars a month. But don't worry. Everything's all out in the open here. There's no secrets mm-hmm. here. But <laughs> but anyway, uh, today we are going to talk about today's Thursday movie, which is A Deadly Adoption uh, from mm-hmm. 2015, directed by Rachel Lee Goldenberg. Now, you know, we've talked about our fair share of Lifetime movies before, and mm-hmm. uh this one, you know, we've kept it real holiday themed, you know, it's always been yeah. like holiday. So we haven't really seen like the normal lifetime movie fair, you know, and I thought now's a good time to see like a lifetime movie. And, you know, because, you know, that's I mean, really, I mean, it is a form of, uh, you know, like B movie or like its own yeah. genre. Like it really you know, is it's like so. I mean, I figured, you know what, we need to have some representation of that, too. And. I think this is a perfect movie for that. And, uh, you know, I just want to read out the cast list for this movie before we get started. You know, it stars, you know, the great Eric Palladino. Um, mm-hmm. it, you know, we get to see Deborah Chris, uh, Christa- Christopherson, um, you know, and, you know, it stars Jessica Lowndes and her uh, star-making performance as Bridget. You know, yes, it's just yeah. she re- she really shines above everyone in this movie. Um, just real star-making performance. Oh, and you know the parents. You know they're played by someone named Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. Yeah, real nobodies. You know, it's a lifetime movie. So yeah. Yeah, you know, this they they pulled from their roster of lifetime people, and this is like okay, I guess these guys. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, now, okay, break the illusion. Yes, this movie stars Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig. Um, it's uh, you know they uh, they play this movie completely one hundred percent straight. Um, I uh, I I've heard about this movie a long time ago, and. I thought it was going to be like some big joke, but then I remember reading about it. It's like, no, it's, it's 100% uh, played for straight. Um, I wanted this, I wanted Nathan to be completely in the dark for this as possible. I made Mm -hmm. him promise me not to look this movie up um, before he watched it. And Mm -hmm. I even didn't want to watch this before him because I didn't want this showing up on my letterbox before he could see it. So Mm -hmm. Um, Nathan, did you have any idea about this movie? Have you ever heard anything about this at all? 
I have seen the poster. So it, it like kind of clicked in my head. I didn't know anything. I clicked the movie, started to play. Um, <laughs> I think I think it's Wolf Peril you see first. And I was yeah. like, wait a second. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot because <laughs> I've seen this poster because it's such a crappy poster. It's just red text, a deadly adoption. And it's got Will Ferrell, Kristen Wiig looking like dead serious on it. I didn't know what it was. I've always been intrigued. So I was like, oh, OK. You know, I was kind of excited to get into it. Thought it was going to be a parody movie. Thought it would be way more jokes. Uh, but no, it's played completely seriously. I don't really have experience with Lifetime movies anyway. Like as far as like the drama crime ones go. And I know like crime Lifetime movies are like a huge like sub B movie genre. Um, <laughs> what a fun way to get into it though. Because it, it's so funny how like the casting of two people. They don't even have to make two jokes but it just makes certain elements just a little funnier because it's both of them. <laughs> oh, I mean, like, so like when Will, there's like a scenes where like Will Ferrell's crying and it's like, he's doing like the crying bit from like his other movies mm -hmm. almost. And it's like, just the fact that it's like Will Ferrell and Chris, Kristen Wiig in this movie just immediately just made this movie so funny to yeah, me. It, it's just yeah. like, <laughs> it's yeah. just like they play it so serious. Like, you know, Will Ferrell puts on his like, serious voice like oh yeah we, we could go do that we could i could take you out for lunch no big deal you know just, <laughs> yeah. uh, <it's> just <laughs> no i i totally agree there's just something about it because it's not a it's it, the script written down is not funny and if it didn't have them it would probably just be a bad movie it would just be like a kind of crappy movie and there's something i was just explaining this movie to my fiance i was explaining oh yeah kristen wig She's um she's you know Will Ferrell's wife, but she runs a organic fruit stand with her gay best friend, and I was just like it, it just like the I that line sounds so funny with Kristen Wiig in front of it, and she's playing it seriously. Well, I mean, like yeah, I don't see I haven't seen that many I haven't seen Lifetime movies anyway, but I mean I I know what the basic premise is, mm -hmm. and I mean none of them have ever been like exceptional movies that mm -hmm. people are known for, but it's just but it's like it's like the same type of dialogue that we've seen in these other like Christmas movies. I mean, granted, mm -hmm. you know, those are a little more lighthearted, but like they do have like the like the banter moments like between yes. two characters. I'm like, oh, my God, this is like the exact same like you would see. Mm -hmm. And like, you know, one of the other Christmas movies that we've talked about, it's just like mm -hmm. it's like, oh, like. It's like, oh, it's like that's something you would say or whatever. And they're like, mm. oh, you, like, why are you giving me such a hard time? And, you know, like they just yeah. say it with such a smile on their face. But uh, yeah, this, these are like a story like this is something very lifetime esque. And, you know, even like, even the plot of this movie is not, is not very original at all. I mean, it's, it's like the same plot, you know, you could see in one of these other like revenge or femme fatale type of movies. Mm hmm. Yeah, exactly. Um, but you have to mention the opening scene. So oh, what, we, yeah, what an, we haven't gotten an, into it. Yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, oh, and I also have to bring up, did you see what who one of the producers was on this movie? Adam McKay. Wonderful. Love the guy. Uh, yeah, fantastic. Yes. I love Don't Look Now. Don't Look Up. Oh, excuse me. I, well, I was saying the other movie, Don't Look Down. <laughs> oh, you were saying you like that one. You don't like Don't just, Look Up. <laughs> just out of context, I was saying I love Don't Look Down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, that is a good movie, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, I, yeah, so 
like I was going to say, this movie, it starts out like your basic type of movie. I mean, it's, it, it's so funny, like how the movie starts. So it's like Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell hosting this like outdoor barbecue. Mm-hmm. And they're like, I love it. Cause it sets up, like they spout out so much exposition and so little time. It's like, mm-hmm. it's like, Oh, you're, 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 you're a big financial advisor. I bet you love, I bet you love this type of like, Hey, I just preach fiscal responsibility. Okay. And it's just like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I just like it, immediately I was like laughing at this movie. Yeah, no, it, 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 it's so silly when you like think about it and it's just like Will Ferrell just his delivery is so like just normal. Uh, I don't know. It, it like, they're talking and it's just like about the baby because he's holding a baby and he's like and they're like oh you're expecting one soon uh, and he's like yeah i can't i can't wait and then Kristen wigs down on the dock <laughs> he's like he needs to get off of her off of there the woods rotted i've been meaning to fix it and she's just down there waving i forget <laughs> it's like captain you need to drive me i want to i want to take the boat Robert, I'm yeah, last Captain call. Robert. Captain Robert, need you to put your life jacket on so we can take the boat out. You rudderhead. Mm-hmm. And it's just, <laughs> he's like, oh, you like they just like mm-hmm. they're just they're just you know they they're loving life and mm-hmm. <laughs> then she just like <laughs> the dog completely collapses. Yeah, and and she she almost drowns, and of course they lose the baby and everything, mm-hmm. and it's like this big somber moment and uh like even like she's in the hospital like they've lost their baby it's like this super dark moment will ferrell is sobbing mm-hmm. but it's just like again it's so hard to take serious no it is it's it's hard to take serious especially will ferrell like so he's done serious well before i've seen him yeah I, you know i like stranger than fiction and i you know he, he's done before here I, I i don't know if it's if it's the same here's one thing though Kristen wig is actually doing a pretty decent job in this movie i think she's really trying um, oh yeah yeah I mean I, I mean I think he's trying too i, I think, think so yeah i mean that's the whole thing i mean so I guess one context getting, I mean, like this was like a project headed up by Will Ferrell. I mm-hmm. mean, Will Ferrell wanted this to happen really badly. I mean, mm-hmm. it was, it was kind of like this dream of his. He said he wanted to do a lifetime movie, but he mm-hmm. wanted to do it completely straight. Um, but um, there's more I want to, I'll, I'll talk about later, but just getting into the movie, you know, it's like they lose the baby. So, and they, again, like <laughs> five years have passed. And like just the, the darkest stuff has happened to this family. It's like, <laughs> like Will Ferrell, you know, he's grown out a beard. He looks so disheveled now. Mm-hmm. And just, mm-hmm. and they're like, they, they're able to fit in. And just that second that he's like a recovering alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like on the com- conversation, like over the computer. And she's just like, are, are you doing okay? Have you been drinking? Oh no, I'm good. And he doesn't want to see his fans. He, he can't see anybody. Um, and he worries about their daughter constantly, right? Ever since the accident, he and it, his daughter has diabetes, uh, so that's a big plot point. Oh, there's yeah, that that's a huge plot point. And there's stuff earlier in the movie where it's like they get into like this big argument because his but Kristen Wig left chocolates in the cabinet, mm-hmm. and 
it's like, how could you? Our daughter could have eaten this chocolate and died. And it's like, honey, like she should know better. She's a she's a daughter. You know, she's she's you know, she should know better at this point. She's sex. She doesn't know better. <laughs> yeah, no, Will Farrell is like his character. <laughs> He blames himself for the dock accident. And the whole time I was like, well, I mean, it's kind of Kristen Wick's fault that she was even on the dock. She should have known that the wood was rotted and she shouldn't have been on there. Uh, but he blames himself for it and it tortures him every day. Um, so we think. So, yeah, there might be a little bit something else there, but they want another kid. You know, that's the best thing that could ever help a relationship it's always oh, yeah. worked. Having a kid will remedy the situation, but they can't have a kid. Um, and so they have to adopt. Boom, boom, boom. The deadly adoption. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally deadly. That's mm-hmm. that's what I say about all adoptions. <laughs> yeah. See, I didn't know the movie was going to be like this, <laughs> where they have like a pregnant like lady, you know, kind of like Juno, um, a surrogate mother. I thought it was going to be like they like um what's that movie where they adopt the adult <laughs> the adult uh orphan orphan yeah exactly. i thought it was gonna be similar to that but no like they just ad- adopt a little person posing as a child <laughs> yeah i th- i thought i thought for sure i was gonna see another one of those movies no i i when they said a deadly adoption i mean because i i didn't know anything about the premise of this movie i mean i mm-hmm. knew about you know it you know what the the gag was but i didn't know about the actual premise so i thought it was going to be like an evil baby or like an evil <laughs> child or something yeah. like something like something like the good son or something the bad like scene. that yeah something like that you know they'd just be like this like little evil child or something mm-hmm. but but no it's uh the it's the mother uh that the, the pregnant woman that's uh <laughs> the evil one in this one and wouldn't you know it i mean they've gone through all these other mothers but he, they're never been good enough for robert but this one she's a fan of robert you know he, she's got his books and everything i think he's he like, says oh he's she's smart yeah oh do you know you read debt is a four-letter word <laughs> you, you know what you're talking about mm-hmm. yeah and so robert actually warms up to her i think Kristen wig is ready but the thing is, is she's living in a homeless shelter so you know what they invite her to live with them well so okay i mean we're ju- i'm jumping way way ahead here okay. but um <laughs> but so i mean the they go to this agency with her mm-hmm. and that's i'm assuming the agent that they work with like you know works for this agency and she's not in on what's actually going on yeah but so you would think if they have a pregnant woman with their agency, you'd think they'd find out if this woman was actually pregnant or not, right? Like, oh, oh, yeah, for <laughs> sure. I, I don't think it's as simple as you walk into an office, like a pregnant woman just yeah. walks into a building and is like, "I'm ready to give this kid away." Yeah, you know, there's like, okay, like, let's set you up, and uh, I can, I almost bet you they do like background checks and everything for because you know families are going to want to know that they're going to want to know like where the baby came from, who this person is. Um, no, this lady gets to walk in with a fake pregnant bump and just, uh, yeah, okay, we'll we'll get we'll get that adopted. Yeah, I mean, so yeah, the movie just kind of delves into that where it's like she's staying in the house with them, and you know, at first, you know, she's like the perfect 
a woman, you know, she's like super polite and everything. Mm -hmm. I, the funniest part though, like I, so, you know, Kristen Wiig was, you know, like she said, she's really into organic food and the woman, you know, Bridget was like, it's like, Oh, uh, no, Kristen Wiig says to Bridget, like, Oh, is there anything I can get for you? She's like, you know, I'd love a big bowl of ice cream. And she's like, Ooh, well, you know, we actually do like the organic thing here. And, you know, we don't really have much ice cream in the house. And she goes, Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) 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 like, but then later it's like, they, they have like stuff like cereal and they have eggs and bacon. I'm like, like, okay, this is a little, in- I mean, unless they're buying all in- organic ingredients, but still I'm like, I don't know. Some of this stuff's got to be processed. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure it is, but <laughs> wh- whatever. Um, she's only organic when she, when it's necessary. Um, yeah, absolutely. Aren't we yeah, all? It, exactly. Um, <laughs> which, which is never. Uh-huh. <laughs> You're eating your uh, hot pocket right now. Yeah, yeah, I eat and podcast all the time. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, so really quickly the movie turns and you think it's like a seduction movie. And it and it kind of is. Um Yeah. And, yeah, and uh Bridget is trying to seduce Will Farrell and so the plot sets you up and it's like, "Oh, she wants his money and it's going to cut her out of the picture." I love the reveal where she has the magazine with him and his wife and she just rips the magazine it's just will ferrell i'm like oh that's so cliche i love it yeah i love yeah i know i was just it's everything you've seen in other movies before i mean that's that's the thing this movie does there's like a lot of callbacks to other movie Mm -hmm. tropes and i mean it does like the whole thing where she like goes out and lays in the sun like and Mm -hmm. like hoping will ferrell comes out like because you know at first they're like oh why don't we like Kristen wig goes out and works at the the organic food stand and mm. they're like, Oh, we'll meet you later. And then she's like, you know what? I don't feel like going. Why don't we just stay here and hang out? And then, you know, like, mm, I need some sunblock. So they get in the, they get in the, the pantry, like looking for sunblock. And it's like this weird tension in there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I don't, I don't know if this is jumping a little too far ahead, but, um, and, and we'll go back, but I, I guess sure. that's the thing. He's, he's right up in her face, looking at her. Right. And come to find out later is that he actually slept with her like a little bit before that. And I think she only, only her hair is different, right? Right. You're telling me that Will Ferrell doesn't recognize this lady at all. I mean, I guess that's part of the pain. She's like, I was just a throwaway to you. But I I guess I find it interesting that Will Ferrell doesn't recognize her one bit. Oh yeah, I mean, this is a woman that's been living in his house for mm-hmm. an amount of time, and I, I mean, the, I guess I could only thing that would kind of pass for it is like you know he was really drunk when yes, this happened, yeah. and maybe he doesn't remember. But yeah, he because they 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 lead, they have some foreshadowing where mm-hmm. you know he was talking about his last book tour, and he's just like, oh yeah, I'm never doing another book tour again. I got you know things just get too crazy you know like, yeah, you I know just, book I, tours uh yeah <laughs> sex drugs so and books yeah it's all these wild book tours but yeah he ends up having an affair with them and uh yeah it, it's and it, the funny part is is like how he like realizes that this woman is not who she says she is because she kidnaps their daughter that they already have and mm-hmm he like he goes into this woman's room like to look for clues and then he sees his book in there 
and he opens it and he just sees this, his signature and he's just like, <sighs> like <sighs> brain blast, like like gets smacked with it, and we get to see that. And there's something so funny about seeing Will Ferrell crying after having sex with this woman, like he regrets <laughs> it. I don't. It, it's not supposed to be a funny moment, but just Will Ferrell in this situation, it's just silly. Yeah. Uh, um, some so many ridiculous moments, but yeah, he. It, but yeah, she. The, the movie does take the turn there, and like I said, she. Bridget steals, kidnaps their daughter, and mm-hmm. they're trying to figure out. So he contacts the police, and they're trying to figure out what, like, what what motive she would have for stealing the kid, you know, for kidnapping her. And Will Ferrell is like trying not to give any details to the cops, and it's like. Like, why wouldn't you trust her? Like, why? She's a stranger. Why would I trust her? Like, you know, I, I think like they're they're like, but you haven't seen your daughter in like two hours. I mean, is it really that big of a de- like? Is it really mm. an emergency yet? Yeah, and he's like, if that's even her real name, and they're like, why would you think that's not her real name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, just like he's trying really hard, and he but he does eventually come clean to yeah. uh chris kristen wig and she's funny in that scene too because mm-hmm. he, he he reveals like oh i i had sex with her and now she's taking our daughter and she's like you underestimate me if you think i'm mad at you because you slept with her you're wrong i'm mad at you because you endangered our family <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i love i love that bit um and then she eventually because i guess bridget takes her to like a cabin and I, I, the one of the funniest parts of this movie doesn't even have Kristen Wiig and Will Ferrell is like how this like because she she's uh she has like a boyfriend with her that's like they're gonna try to get money out of them by kidnapping the kid, and how they handle her diabetes is so funny because like yeah. the boyfriend's like yeah I I had a brother that um that had diabetes you just feed feed her a couple candy bars that's that's hey. how you fix it. <laughs> and then she's like sick the little girl's sick like the rest of the movie because they don't know what to do yeah she's like i don't feel good and just like, and I like think... there he's like just lock her up in the room who cares yeah i think bridget's like just eat your candy eat your candy and everything will be okay here come on just take two bites for me of your candy bar and you'll start feeling better <laughs> Yeah, because then the boyfriend too like he's eating a candy bar because she's yeah. like i need you to go into because t- how they figure out like then there's this whole other subplot too where like kristen wiggs like a uh, co-worker like her mm-hmm. business partner or whatever like he starts to suspect this girl is up to no good because he's catching her like on the phone yelling at people and having these weird mm-hmm. conversations so he plays detective and drives out there and confronts them and he ends up getting murdered yeah the movie takes such a left turn with that one where like he gets shot and he's out of the movie he is dead i thought they were going to kidnap him too no they kill him i was like i was not expecting that oh yeah it's so outrageous i was not expecting that but it's i i i yeah i mean we could be here all day talking about because it's so it's so ridiculous and so far-fetched. I mean, it's just like, I have never, I, I mean, even if, I mean, the movie was funny because Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig were in this movie, but I think even if it was, 
you know, two nobodies that we've never heard mm-hmm. of, you know, like I still think this movie would be pretty entertaining to watch. Oh, oh <laughs> yeah. We, we could still, if you pick this and it had like, you know, random people, it would be fun to talk about because it is, uh, at the end of the day, it's a nonsense movie. There's like so many weird things. It's kind of silly, um, but it, it it's just weird. You know, you cast these two people in this very like played serious movie. And I think it just enhances the experience um yeah i mean yeah uh, i i well so so some of the stuff i do want to talk about before i end the recap and get into the behind Mm -hmm. the scenes where it was like like the the bridget she like turns on her boyfriend and she ends up shooting him Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and and you think he's dead because he gets shot in the stomach Mm -hmm. and but then later he's like he's still alive and then the police show up and like he's got like a hole in his stomach and they're like, they're putting him in handcuffs and he's just like screaming. She shot me. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> she shot me. Yeah. Um, there, there's the other bit that the Kristen wig gunfight where Bridget shows up in the garage and they like fight each other. They Kristen wig like knocks the gun out of her hand. Um, but then <laughs> knocks out Kristen Wiig and puts her in like a running car in the garage. Uh, and that's where Kristen Wiig is for, for most of the finale is in that yeah. yeah she's like trying to kill her via smoke inhalation and yeah. and and she ends up shooting will ferrell too and mm-hmm. will ferrell's bleeding but anyway the movie yeah he, he saves kristen wig and you think kristen wigs out of the movie mm-hmm. he finally catches up to bridget via a boat mm-hmm. and like, mm-hmm. but just seeing will ferrell like just like frantically like driving a boat too, uh-huh. was, really, was really funny too and mm-hmm. and they're having their big final standoff at the end of the movie where uh will ferrell is like confronting bridget and, and he's just standing there in the middle of the road and the truck crashes <laughs> yeah with the little girl in it too yeah the little girl's totally fine bridget uh-huh. you know she's she's knocked out for a second little girl who was not wearing her seat felt totally fine oh yeah she was um, fine after that wreck yeah but yeah they they finally get to the point where like like she's have they're having this big standoff at the end bridget's got a gun pointed at will ferrell and the little girl and will ferrell just kind of like whispers to her or whatever and the little girl just jumps off the bridge and she's just like huh yeah. And then you see, and then you see, then Will Ferrell jumps off the bridge with like an obvious stunt double. Yeah, it's, it does not look like him. Yeah. Um, and, and then, then they, of course, you know, they drive off and everything works out in the end. Well, I was going to say, and then Kristen Wiig like magically shows up out of nowhere to shoot Bridget. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah. I was going to say, and then the movie ends with a dance. They all dance for an uncomfortably long amount of time. <laughs> Well, because they they mentioned that earlier in the movie, because mm-hmm. they're like, "What happened to the Robert that used to love to dance to corny songs?" and mm-hmm. and they're like, "We don't. He's not here anymore. Like it's that guy's mm-hmm. gone." And then, but now, like they hear he hears a song. It's like, "Hey, I love this song," and it's just like this dance. Like they're just <laughs> dancing in the kitchen. <laughs> just how that's how the movie ends. Yeah, and it lasts for so long. <laughs> they dance oh, yeah. for like a way longer than you'd expect. Uh, it's such a cheesy ending. Um, when it, such when a it, good time. Yeah. I mean, it was. I, I mean, like, it, it's such an interesting movie. I think, like, the comedy comes from the seriousness and having these two people in it. it, it yeah. 
yeah it's interesting i had fun with it yeah so i mean that's kind of what like i said uh the kind of the premise behind it was like will ferrell you know he's seen lifetime movies and he thought it would be Mm -hmm. kind of fun to do that and they wanted it to be as authentic as possible and he said Mm -hmm. he went to lifetime and lifetime was like he's like he he's like they i expect them to totally say no like i'd Mm -hmm. expect them to just be like no that's we're not doing that but they were like yeah sounds great (laughs) and they're like it's like are you sure like yeah please do it do a movie with yeah yeah i i can imagine like that 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 would be i don't see why it wouldn't be good for them i was like one of the biggest comedy stars like in a like Mm -hmm. two of the biggest comedy stars like in a movie together like online like yeah okay we'll do whatever you want yeah, um, I don't care if you're making fun of us. I, I mean, people yeah. that watch these things probably probably think, oh yeah, this is kind of funny, cliche. We're watching the same stuff over and over. So, oh, I mean, I yeah, I mean, I guarantee you, like even Lifetime fans would, would have to admit these movies aren't good. I mean, yeah. if you're like watching them, that's different. That's a different story. But mm-hmm. as it as a whole, it's not a good movie, and that that's what they wanted. They wanted it to be authentic as possible, and. <laughs> And Will Ferrell was like even set quoted as saying, it's like, like, if you think this is one of the worst things that you've seen, he's like, I can't argue with you. I mean, it's like, that's <laughs> like the dialogue is bad. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it, you know, the acting is not great. He said, but you know, we wanted it to be with like, in like the same vein, like they use like the lifetime, like the Rachel Lee Goldenberg, she's a uh, lifetime movie director and she actually after she did this movie she actually started to do like some actual comedy movies oh, after cool. this uh, probably gave her a nice end from that and uh uh you know they were just talking about how will ferrell was wanting to do this and he asked kristen wig and he said kristen wig was totally on board with this whole thing and he said like his agent I don't know if it's still his agent. He says his agent was extremely disappointed that he did this movie. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. And they just, they wanted this to just to be completely like in the dark. And they're like, he's, he said that, you know, this is one of like the most favorite things that he's done because Mm -hmm. it's just so, it's so baffling. Yeah. It's kind of absurd, right? The whole, the whole idea in the middle of his career is this. Yeah. And he said that this is kind of like his nod to like someone like Andy Kaufman, like just doing something completely absurd where it's just like people don't understand what this is. It's like, it's so awkward that it's funny Mm -hmm. type of thing. Mm -hmm. Uh, And one funny bit he was saying is like the sheriff in this movie, which I did say his name, Eric Palladino, Dino. And uh, he said he like, he went like, he like told Will Ferrell, like, he's like, Hey, what, what's going on here? Like, (laughs) because <laughs> he didn't i guess he didn't understand he's like he's like this dialogue in this movie is bad like this yeah is, this is like this is not good what you guys are filming right like, eh, you know don't worry about it it's fine <laughs> um so i mean he just said like you know that this is one of the most favorite things that he's done and just mm-hmm. like nobody really expected him to make something like this you know because mm-hmm. you know he's probably you know one of the biggest comedy stars in the last 20 years yeah so it's it you know it'd be like a keen to like like you know like one of the biggest action stars of all time you know like just it'd be like tom cruise like oh i'm gonna do it like a shitty straight to dvd like action movie or something (laughs) like that yeah yeah or like bruce willis doing that Uh, well he couldn't help it yeah true true that that, that joke (laughs) 
became a little mean. Uh, <laughs> John Travolta. There we go. There we go. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I. I think this movie. I mean, like I said, as a movie, it's a bad movie. If you're judging no, this no. based off of the movie, it's it's not good. But because of the absurdity of the story alone, not even including the people that are in this movie, it was a really entertaining watch for me. And then just putting Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig in here, just like trying their best and like trying to be serious people in this movie just made it even funnier for me. No, I agree. I mirror what you say. It's like, it's just a, a normal crappy movie, but like just, I don't know. It was so fun. Like if it's kind of like the Hallmark Christmas movies, I feel like every time I watch the Hallmark Christmas movies, I'm like, Oh, well it was entertaining. There's so much to talk about these. Once again, it's just another one of these, but you have, you have uh, Will Ferrell and Kristen Wiig to add on to that, which is why I say it's on YouTube. It's free. Check it out. If it sounds like you'll have, you'll have a good time if you just watch it. Oh yeah. I mean, this is a great movie to like just sit and just laugh at. I mean, that's just, that's the whole point of it. And I think so I, in my opinion, it's an easy watch for me. It's, it's short Mm -hmm. too. It's only like 85 minutes. So it's not, Mm -hmm. it's not a long movie by any means. So I'd definitely say, give it a watch if you know what it is going into it. But I think that's going to do it for this week, Nathan. So what are we going to be talking about next week? Ryan, we've been recording for so long. I finally need to eat something. So let's do some eating with movies with Eaten Alive from Umberto Lenzi. I hope they eat something good. I hope it's like a Thanksgiving movie because I'm in the mood for like a turkey dinner. Uh, but that is a that is streaming over on Tubi. But Ryan, what are we going to be talking about on Thursday? Nathan, I, after one meal, I'm still hungry. I, I don't know what it is. Uh-huh. I, I feel like I, I feel like I haven't eaten enough. So we're going to be talking about 1976 is eaten alive. <laughs> we, what? Yeah. No way. <laughs> no way. <laughs> totally natural. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this, and that is, that's the one directed by Toby Hooper. And that mm-hmm. one is also for free on Tubi right now. And wow. those Tubi people, like, how many Eaten Alive movies do they have on Tubi? I don't know, but <laughs> good thing we didn't pick this Eaten Alive that has a blurred out poster on Letterboxd. Maybe next time. Oh, you want to change your pick? Is that what you're saying? That's what I meant. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm excited to have an Eaten Live double feature. All right. Well, if you've got any recipes or any food tips for us, head on over to drive-in double feature podcast at gmail.com and leave us a suggestion right now and don't forget to follow us on x at didf pod and once again check out the patreon at patreon.com slash driving double feature podcast but until next time until next time